What is going on, everybody? You're listening to Jordan and Drew, and you're tuned in to Cover 32. So, Jordan, how you doing, man? Man, we living, bro. Living life in this quarantine, bro. Jeez, had to find something to do during this quarantine. Unbelievable times we're living in right now. So, <laughs> we had to hit the people with a show, man. We got to do a fantasy show that everybody can listen to. I'm tired of the, the ESPN and the CBS and everything. They, don't get me wrong. We use them. We got to use them because that's, what, that's what's out there. But we're going to do it our own way. Son for the culture. Exactly. For the culture. For the squad. So, <laughs> so just to give everybody a breakdown, um, we're going to be doing hitting a lot of topics. Obviously, we're going to be continuing this all through the um, through the offseason and continuing into the NFL season. Um, but we're going to be doing a, a breakdown of every conference, every division. We're going to be doing rankings, uh, top 10 player rankings, all that type of stuff. We also have a whole bunch of, of guests that we want to put on, too. we got uh, current and former NFL players uh, on deck to join the show as well. So it's going to be a really uh, exciting year. We're glad that you guys are tuned in for the first year of Cover 32. So, of, go- of course, I'm assuming you guys have seen the, the play on words on the on the title of the uh, of the podcast. So we're, we're covering everybody. So don't worry. Your, your team will be included at some point. No team left behind. Exactly. Exactly. So. <laughs> So today we are hitting on the AFC East and the NFC East. So we're gonna go uh, East side one time for the one time on the first episode. Uh-huh. <laughs> so we're gonna hit. We're gonna talk about pretty much uh, each team. We'll start off with the AFC East breakdown. You know, maybe talk about the the rookies that they drafted and basically uh, a full a full volume coverage of, of how we think they're gonna do uh, fantasy wise and what they're gonna do in the in the regular season. So we're starting off with the. New York Jets. Yeesh. So we got we got a friend that that loves the Jets. Everybody has one Jets fan in their uh, in their group. So, just one. Though. Yeah, just one. Just one. <laughs> the one green thumb. So to say. So, to speak. Yeah. so uh, we just found out that they acquired Joe Flacco recently. Um, I'm a little confused about that move personally, but yeah, I, I don't. How you? What do you feel about that? Just to start off, Jordan. Honestly, man, when I look at this team. It just feels messy. Um, yeah. there, does, there doesn't seem to be a one single path that they're trying to chase. Yeah. Um, it almost doesn't even seem like they're trying to rebuild. It's just like they're trying to keep putting puzzle pieces in. Um, you know, and I, so I, I see Joe Flacco and you scratch your head because, yeah, Joe Flacco isn't, he hasn't performed at such a top tier as, you know, the rest of the, as the rest of the top 10. But that's still a Super Bowl champion that right. we're talking about that you add to your roster. You don't add someone like that to your roster unless you have questions about your quarterback that is currently taking the reins. Um, so I got concerns about the the QB situation there. I do think Sam Darnold is still their starting quarterback, is going to be their starting quarterback. But I think it could be a story that develops later on. Um, and then my other concern with the Jets is I also look at Levy. I think we're going to see serious regression from Levy this year. Um, it start like from where he was as a Steeler to where he was as a Jet was two completely different Nightmare. running backs. Like, yeah. oh my god, dude! You know, um, so I think that I just, I just don't think he fits there really well. They're not utilizing him the way that Levy was being utilized in Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. and now they're. In, they're including more running backs into the rotation. They're cutting into his carries. 
I don't think he's going to be the running back that you want to chase in the top 25 anymore. Um, those are probably my two biggest concerns with the Jets right now. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that. They Just looking at who they drafted, they took a receiver, uh, Denzel Mims, out of Baylor, who is a good, is a really good receiver, and especially seeing how deep this uh, receiver uh, pool was in the in the NFL draft. But they took him second round, pick 59. He, he, he's going to help. Uh, it's another target for Sam Darnold to throw to. Yeah. Um, and then they also drafted a running back, Jermichael uh, Pernine. He's out of Florida. So mm-hmm. he's he's a pass-catching back, kind of a smaller guy. But you think they drafted him in the third round, but you have Le'Veon Bell. That's my problem, so man. It's like, it's like, like, yeah, what's the plan? <laughs> why, like, Levy does everything good. You know, he does everything great. He can run in between the tackles. He can catch. So why add another pass catcher? Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I don't know, man. Yeah, and that that was the yeah their second and third round picks, and their their first round pick was obviously uh, offensive tackle. Yeah, uh, with old pick eleven overall just to cover Sam Darnold or Joe Flacco, whatever direction they go in. But yeah, but uh, yeah, well, I, I don't cut him any slack for that. But it's in the in the fourth round of that draft. They had pick one twenty and pick one twenty five. They drafted a quarterback out of Florida International. James Morgan. I don't know who in the world James Morgan is, but they draft him and then pick up Joe Flacco? Like that that's red flags, bro. The, that's yeah, red flags. I don't, I don't get what the, the plan is over there. Yeah. So I, I I don't know. The Jets confuse me, but yeah, fan, fantasy wise, I do I do think Le'Veon Bell is still the RB1. Now, where he where he goes in drafts well, I mean, we'll talk about it when we do rankings, but I don't, I don't see him. I don't want him as my RB one, no. like on my team, like so in in deeper leagues. That's gonna have to be the case in some, in some uh, scenarios. But I, I really don't want Le'Veon Bell as my dude. He might drop to an RB three. Bell cow. Yeah, he could. You he know, could be, depending he could be a flex on flex option at that. Yeah. Depending on how they cut into his his carries, right? He yeah. could be an an RB three, and. Dude, that's I don't know, man. I, that, that bothers me because I was a huge Levy fan. Yeah. So to see such talent like that go to nothing more than an RB three, right? You know, and kind of get a Todd Gurley treatment yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, that stinks, but and he's still good too. Like, it's, yeah, I'm sure he's 100 percent healthy and getting. And it's it's weird because I, I had him on one of my teams last year, and he's getting the carries. Right. It's just he the like the I mean he's getting the volume I should say, but the production is just not. I don't know if it's the offensive line, if it's the scheme. They're not really throwing it to him, so I'm like... It's the Jets. Yeah, it's, it's just the Jets. Yeah, you would think Sam Darnold, being a young quarterback, you'd want to have a player like Levy so you can just he can just dump it off if he's getting in trouble. Right. And he didn't even do that either. So I think, yeah, like you just said, it really is just the Jets. So Yeah. Who are all the Jets fans out there just... Uh, you know, hold Sorry. on. Hold on. You're not really good at reality or fantasy. It's kind of useless in both, in both scenarios, but it's okay. You got to be all right soon, hopefully. Right, so, so moving on, the uh, the powerhouse in the AFC East. Well, I should say the new powerhouse in the AFC East. Yep. Um, the other team in New York, the Buffalo Bills. Yep. Um, I'll start off with my. Uh, analysis of the Bills coming off off of that uh, off of that draft. They did draft a running back, um, Zach Moss out of Utah. I believe that Zach Moss will eventually cut pretty significantly into Devin Singletary's uh, 
run, uh, run shares. Yeah, yeah, I really do. I see. I, I seen this dude play a couple times. I, I I like to watch college football. A lot of people don't like to watch it, but he's a downhill runner and he's shifty and he's strong. And I don't see why they would draft. I think they draft in the second round. So I don't see what Devin Singletary was really good last year. Yeah. I had him on one of my a couple of my teams actually. Got him late in the draft, and he was a solid running back. But I think this dude, hot take kind of, not hot take, but I, I really do think he's going to cut eventually into Devin Singletary. And, and they, they might go like like a two running back type of set, as yeah. in like splitting carries with him, because I, I think he's that good. He might just be really? a breakout running back. Yeah, yeah, I might yeah, have to yeah. do some research <laughs> now. Man. Yeah, Zach, Zach Moss is nice, man. I like that dude, but... Um, but yeah, I, I think the the team overall is going to be really good. Josh Allen just picked up Diggs um, yep. from the Vikings or traded traded for him, I should say. Um, so I think they're going to be good uh, reality football wise, and I think they do have a couple pieces on uh, on paper for fantasy. And I, I think Diggs would do do pretty good as well in that offense. What do you think? Yeah, I think um, I think this team has an opportunity to really take a, a leap forward. Yeah, Tom Brady's gone. Yep. Hallelujah. <laughs> There's an opportunity for someone to take the the throne. Yep. Um, and I don't see anyone more set up than Buffalo right now. Mm. Um, if you look at them on paper, they haven't lost anything from last year. They had a great defense last year. Right. And they've only made, made the offense better. Right. Um, I think the addition of, of Diggs is bigger than what it seems. Because now this is going to open up John Brown to be the great number two receiver that he's supposed to be. Right. He was never supposed to be the number one guy. Um, so now you got uh, Stefan Diggs who can be that target monster. And John Brown now is the guy. He can be free to be the guy that takes the top off the defense. Yeah. He can be free to be that guy that runs those tough routes in the middle and get lost in the defense. Mm. And then just pop out with and hit him on a drag, hit him on a slant. Yeah. Um, I think you're going to see a lot of positive regression um, coming out of this offense now. But a lot of that's going to rely heavily on how good is Josh Allen going to be this year. Right, right. Is yeah. he going to take a step forward? Because yeah. he has to. He does. He does. He has all the potential in the world. He There's a good team around him. The competition is relatively, you know, gone. Yep. You know, I think this is the perfect year for Josh Allen to show the world what he can do. And I really do. I'm a, I'm a believer. I think that the Bills are going to show us that they're the new top dog in the AFC East. Yeah, I feel you. I think, I think Josh Allen, I, I love Josh Allen's game. I like that he, he, you don't really think of him as being a running quarterback, but he runs a lot. Like, And he has an arm, too. So it's like weird. It's like, yeah. why does he run so much? But he's really good at running. You know what's awesome with him, too, is he runs with a purpose. Yeah, he doesn't yeah, run yeah. just to gain yards. He runs to get that first down. Yep. He runs to get that touchdown. There's a goal at at, at the end of it. Yeah, exactly. And I like that, man. He's yeah. he's he's a great personality too in the yep. team. Like he he works hard, he fights hard, and that rallies a team up around him. Yeah. Uh, yep. So from a fantasy a fantasy perspective, I think everyone on that offense is going to take a step forward. Yeah, yeah, I think that's true too. I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna finish higher than a lot of people think he's going to like for fantasy points. Yeah. Just because if he keeps if he keeps running like at the same volume of, as he did last season, but then. 
add somebody like a Stefan Diggs mm-hmm. and can and he had like I was saying he has an arm like we've seen him in in college he can throw the ball if he yeah. needs to and now if you got Diggs who's probably arguably the best route runner in football <laughs> yeah. other than a couple maybe just a couple names like he he might he might go off this season like you were saying this might be this might be breakout Josh Allen Josh Allen year so yeah we'll see but yeah I think the the Bills will do good uh, regardless I think they're gonna win the win the division with Brady gone but. Yep. Um, but yeah, they're, they're going to be a really good team, and they got some some fantasy options as well. All right, moving on. The former top dog in the AFC East. Oof, how he, good that feels. Yeah, that sounds crazy. Actually, you know what? <laughs> we can't really say that until they get dethroned. Right. Because they have won the division <laughs> like 30 years in a row. So it's crazy. early. Okay. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, we'll give them benefit of the doubt because Belichick is still there. But Sorry, I'll see you guys week 16. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the New England Patriots. Now quarterbacked by someone named Jared Stidham. Um, hmm. And they, they still, as of right now, still have Julian Edelman. Mm-hmm. Um, they do have a stud of a receiver in Nikhil Harry. Yep. And they do have a couple solid running backs. Um, what do you think is, who, well, who do you think is going to be the best fantasy option, I should say, on the Patriots this season? Man, that's tough. Because, um... When I look at the Patriots for the first time in my entire life, mm-hmm. twenty well, going on 29 years old, so as long as I've been alive, the Patriots have been winning. <laughs> for the first time, I have no clue what to expect out of the Patriots. Yeah. Um, no Tom Brady, no Gronk. What are, we, what are they going to look like? Yeah. We have, I, I really have no clue. Yeah. Um, but if you look at each player individually, you can see there's still talent there. Mm-hmm. They're not a scrub. They're not the Dolphins yet. <laughs> yeah. um, I think, and it's hard for me to say this because he is going to still a question mark, but I think Nikhil Harry, like you said, is going to be a huge difference maker. Right. Um, Julian Edelman is still going to be Julian Edelman. Mm-hmm. So that creates opportunities for someone like Nikhil Harry to be that guy on the perimeter to be big, to be explosive. Um, and when you watch, I was excited because for Nikhil here, I was a believer in him all last season, just mm-hmm. waiting for him to get his opportunity. Yeah. Fortunately, injuries kind of prevented that. I think if he can stay healthy, this is the year where he shows the league what he can do. Yeah. Um, he is explosive. He's a great route runner. He has decent size. Um, you know, you look at him and you see a frame a lot like Randy Moss. Yep. Not saying that he's going to be that legendary, but that frame, that size, you 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 look at someone and you think Randy Moss. Yep. All right, what is this kid going to do? Yeah. You know, um, I think he's going to be someone great. I think he's going to be good, but a lot of that, like I said, a lot of that is question marks right now because a lot of it, there's a lot of unanswered questions. Can Belichick win without Brady? Mm. Um, can this offense thrive without an excellent path? passer yeah a lot of that it's it's hard to say a lot about the fantasy perspective of these guys yeah when all we've known is tom brady our entire life yeah but yeah. i'm excited to see yeah it's just, there's just so much unknown with that team like you, i i think they're going to finish with a winning record and all that stuff i i think they're still going to be a solid team yeah. just because of it's the patriots like mm-hmm. I, I can't even picture them like just being like Four and twelve, like, like, like Belichick. No, Belichick is still there. You yeah, know? exactly. He's still, he's still goat Bill. So yeah, he's still, he's still in the mix, and he can make something out of nothing. We've seen him pick up dudes out of the front of Gillette Stadium, put a, put a jersey <laughs> on them, and they run three touchdowns. Yeah. What was that dude's name? Um, something. Uh, 
The receiver? No, it was a running back. He he had four touchdowns in one game. Was on the cover of a magazine. Uh, I can't remember his oh, name. Oh my goodness! Yeah, it was like it was like Jonas three years ago. Like yeah, Jonas. Jonas. Uh, what was his first name? Oh, I can't remember his name. I Dude, I know who you're talking I'm about. Look it up, but I, he had the game of his life. Yeah, exactly. But um, Jonas. Yeah. Yeah, something like. But but then he got cut because he was like late for <laughs> he was late for practice or something stupid like that. But right. Just just with Bill still being there, he can make something out of nothing. I do think they're still gonna be. Jonas Gray, yep. that's his name. Jonas yeah. Gray, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, he had four touchdowns all over ESPN the next day, and then the week a week later he got cut. Yep. But anyways, getting back on the on the topic, I I don't see them failing or falling on their faces or anything. They had the number one defense, and I think they almost had the number one fantasy defense of all time last season. Mm-hmm. They were scoring like wide receiver numbers last year, like it was it was insane. Yep. So they still have that intact. I don't think they lost too many pieces on on defense, if any. Um, but for like fantasy wise, with receivers and stuff like that, I don't know what Julian Edelman looks like without Tom Brady. Yeah, I don't. I really don't even know what Nikhil Harry looks like off rip because we haven't <laughs> seen him. We haven't seen. That's him what I'm saying. College, you so. know, like it's so hard because you haven't seen anything yeah. that can give you substantial evidence that this player is going to be great still. Right, this right. player is going to be great still. Yeah. The only thing I think we could still have faith in is the run game because yeah, the run, ain't yeah. nothing changed with that. Right. It's still Sony Michelle. It's still James White. Right. I, I don't know how they're going to split that up. I don't know who um, Belichick is going to trust more. Maybe you know. because like he might be like, okay, we can put James White in there because Brady can throw it to him because he's more of the pass-catching running back. Mm-hmm. And... Um, Sony Michelle can't catch, so we throw we put him in there. Where we're literally just running to run out clock and stuff like that. Right. So we don't know how they're going to be used, and we have no clue what Jared Stidham looks like. Right. So like I, that's that's probably the biggest question mark. Like, can this dude throw? Can yep. he? Because he wasn't even like highly touted in college, so we don't even know. Like, I didn't see no Jared. Stidham. Right. I, I can't even tell you off the top of my head where he went to college. So that. <laughs> but you know what's funny is everyone said the same exact thing when Tom Brady came into the league, exactly. and Make then here, yeah. yep, and then here <laughs> came Tom Brady. So I'm not gonna sit here and say anyone is trash. Yeah, nah, nah, we won't do it's, that. It's a wait and see. Yeah, don't worry, Pats Nation. We're not gonna trash you that much. It's a, it's a fantasy <laughs> show. We won't go crazy. You know, we got a lot of you out there. So don't worry. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but no, I think they'll, I think they'll still be decent. They still have a couple pieces like uh, Michelle and, J- and James White. Um, right. You could definitely stick them in your lineup, I think, at some point. Now, neither of them, I don't think, will be a RB1. Right. Um, but you can definitely, especially James White later on in the draft, um, I think you could definitely use him at a flex spot. It's just, it's always been hard with the Patriots trying to figure out which running back to start, though. Right. Because they usually use, like, three of them, and it's just, like, Russian roulette, which which one is going to get the most the most targets and all that <laughs> stuff. So that's going to be that's gonna be fun to watch, but we'll see. All right, moving on to... What has been the well, other than the Jets, I guess, the laughing stock of the AFC East, <laughs> which, which is the Miami Dolphins. Now, Jordan, I'll let you. I'll let you start off with this one too. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think in a vacuum of Tua Tagovailoa? Um. So I, I when I look at Tua, I see a player that looks a lot like a Kyler Murray, mm-hmm. like a Russell Wilson. Yep. Um. You know, not a huge guy, relies a lot on his, not only his physical ability, but being able to outsmart a defense. Yep. But, um, I don't know. Like, when I you look at Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson was a, was a, a phenom, you know. He, he, he beat all the odds, yep. and he became something that he was never supposed to become. Yeah. 
I look at Kyler Murray, and I feel like Kyler Murray is the other end of the spectrum, where he is good, but he is, I can know it's one season, but he hasn't been what we thought he was going to be mm-hmm. yet. Right. I, I, I liken a lot of my feelings to Tua, a lot to the way I feel about Kyler. Okay. I don't know about Tua yet. Um, he was a great passer in college, but I, I don't know, man. I just feel like he's going to get a culture shock when he comes into the NFL, especially on the Miami Dolphins, yeah. playing a defense like um, Buffalo twice a year. Yeah. And I would even give it playing a defense like the Jets. The Jets' defense yeah. isn't trash. There are no walkovers. I think that it's going to be a little bit of a, a shock. And me personally, I'm not a huge believer in Tua. Um, okay. I'm kind of in the wait and see mode with him. Yeah. Um, and there's not a lot of tools around him. Yeah. Uh, they got, what's the running back that they just got? Uh, for running back. Oh, they just got Jordan Howard. Right. That's yeah. what it was. Yep. I should have known that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, just got Jordan Howard. Um, you know, so you got a, you got a, uh, you got a, a North and South running back, which yeah. is good. Oh, they got Matt Breida too, actually. Yeah. That's right. Yep. So the run, I think they're going to lean a little bit more on the run king. Yeah. Um, you got. You got a north and south runner. You got a kind of a more versatile runner in yep. Matt Breda. Yep. Um, so I don't think Tua is going to have a year where he's going to showcase everything yet. Yeah. And that's also if, is he healthy enough? Right. Is he fully yeah, recovered? Like, yeah, sure. Um, you know, so there's that. I, I Like when it comes to Tua, I'm waiting and seeing. Yeah, I feel you. My, my question mark with him, well, more so with the Dolphins, is... They have Ryan Fitzpatrick. Mm-hmm. So if you if you listen to this podcast, you obviously play fantasy football mm-hmm. or you're a football fan. Ryan Fitzpatrick in fantasy football is <laughs> I don't even know what to equate him to, but he's like like if you open a permanent marker, right? <laughs> and you start drawing really hard for like 5 minutes just just pressing the crap out of that marker <laughs> and then it just runs out. And there's no, it just starts throwing, yep. it just starts like breaking itself and you get streak marks and everything. That is exactly what Ryan Fitzpatrick is to every team that he's on. He starts off like a man on fire yep. and the team will be 5-0. and He's throwing for 350 plus and three touchdowns week after week after week. And then he just falls off a cliff. So him with the, right now I'm looking at the depth chart and they have Ryan Fitzpatrick as the starting QB. And Tua behind him on the depth chart. And Josh Rosen at third. Mm-hmm. So, if Ryan Fitzpatrick starts off clean, I don't even know if we see Tua hit the field until week five or six. Like, yeah. I, I don't know with the Dolphins whether they... I mean, we, we don't even know if they're going to start him at the end of the... It's only, what, May? So, yeah. he, he might, like, wow everybody in training camp and then end up being the starter. I don't see that happening because they know what they get with Ryan Fitzpatrick. But right. I just don't trust, like you were saying, I don't trust Tua's get his uh, play style anyways. And I don't know about the injury. And when you add in Ryan Fitzpatrick ahead of him, that's for fantasy purposes, that's a whole bunch of unknown yeah. right there. And he's on the Dolphins. <laughs> and he's so, on the Dolphins. <laughs> which, is the, which is the big part. But um, running back-wise, Jordan Howard, he is a good running back like with the eye test. Yeah. Um, and they're probably going to use him and Matt Breda. I uh, like it, maybe like a split back type of thing because yeah. Matt Breda can can rack up some yards too. 
The um, only problem is both of them are injury prone. Yeah, exactly. So they're whoever, who's the third? Who's who's third in depth chart? Yeah, I, I think it's like um, yeah, Kalen Balage. All right, can't so, wait to yeah. see you week four. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so those dudes, I'm I'm not really touching them with a ten foot pull for a while in the in the drafts. So I think I'm good on that. So, Cover 32's advice, stay far away from anything Dolphin-related yeah, this season. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Devontae Parker had a good end of his season, too, but he doesn't know who's throwing the ball to him. So, yeah. breakout, yeah, not really. So, I, I don't know. Just Dolphins I stay away from for... Speaking of Devontae Parker, I didn't see any of it. Was there a little beef between him and Michael Thomas recently? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I saw... Okay, who's... For those who don't know... There was some like poll put up on ESPN and like, would you rather? What was it? Would you rather get um, covered by Deion Sanders or catch a pass on Michael Thomas or something oh, like that? Michael, I can't is remember. Is that what it was? was? Yeah, it was something like that. And, and <laughs> I think um, was Devontae Parker just genuinely responded like, "Yeah, I'd rather cover." I mean, I'd rather yeah, I'd rather get a a catch on Deion Sanders or something than whatever with Michael Thomas. And he took so much offense. Michael Thomas took yeah. so much offense for it, bro. Like, oh he's like, God. yo, what? Started talking about his mom and stuff. I was like, yo, no way, really? Mom? Yeah, holy! It got, it got ridiculous. They're talking about on ESPN the other day. I was like, come, come on, Mike. Bro. Like, can't guard Mike. You gotta just be quiet, bro. People like, are bored not, in this quarantine. Yeah, for, yeah. People losing their <laughs> minds, bro. So yeah, but Dolphins. I think I'm I'm good with uh, with touching that team so far. But yeah, I'm all set. Bro. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm straight. Sorry, Miami. Not this year, but. All right, so just going over AFC East for one last time, we'll just do um, just rapid fire. What do you think they're gonna end with? So Jets, what do you think they end with for a record? Record, oof. Um, so I recently just talked to my boy Enley, <laughs> and I told him that they were not gonna win more than five games. <laughs> so I'm sticking with that. All right, five games. I probably yeah. uh, yeah, I agree with you. Uh, they go five and eleven. Yeah. All right, uh, Bills. Bills win the division at ten and six. Okay, Bill. Me, Bills win division eleven and five. Ooh. All right, uh, Patriots. I see the Patriots getting in at wild card at eight and eight. Okay, I see them getting in wild card nine and seven. Ooh, and then, true. <laughs> and then, uh, oh gosh, the Dolphins. Uh, how low can we go? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, in all seriousness, um, I also don't see them winning more than five games, so I'll give them four. Was it was it four, four and twelve? Yeah, four and twelve. Yeah, I agree with you. Four and twelve for them too. I don't know them four teams that they're gonna beat either, but I actually, know. no, probably the Patriots in Miami. They always do that. Yeah, you know, you'll catch somebody on a weird yeah, day. They'll ca- yeah, they'll catch somebody slipping one of those trap games. But. Mm, yep. All right, man. So that's the that's the AFC East. Yeah. Now we get to the fun part. All right. Well, for, for us personally, if you guys know who we are, we, you know why this is fun for us. <laughs> the NFC East, which includes the Redskins, the Giants, Jordan's Eagles, uh-huh. and my Cowboys. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we'll get the two teams that don't matter out of the way. Uh, <laughs> we'll, <laughs> we'll do the, the Washington Redskins. Um, I'll, I'll start off with the Redskins. Yep. They didn't really do... Uh, a whole bunch of anything fancy in the draft. Um, they took Chase Young, obviously, but that's on defense, so we don't really care about that unless you guys are playing uh, IDP. But um, they took a, a running back in the third round, Antonio Gibson. Um, he's he's solid. I've seen his highlights of watching the draft, but I think that they're pretty good at running back. I don't see the, the need for that. Um, they took a receiver in the fourth round, Antonio Gandy-Golden. Uh, he's okay, I guess, but a fourth-round receiver in that draft is kind of just an extra body at that point. 
Um, so they didn't really do too much um, offensively in dur- during the NFL draft. My take on... I can't even remember their running back. I mean, their quarterback's name. What's um, his name? Dwayne Haskins. Dwayne Haskins. There you go. Dwayne Mother... Good old Haskins. Good old Dwayne. Yeah. Dwayne Haskins. I liked him in college, man. I did. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't... I don't trust the Redskins with quarterbacks. No. Like, I just... No. Like... Even when they had like when they had Kirk Cousins, then they did the Alex Smith thing. Alex Smith's hurt. Is he he's still on the squad? Yeah, yeah. So they, yeah. So I don't like going into the season for fantasy purposes. I don't know what you're doing at at quarterback for the for the Redskins. Nah, like do, I don't trust them one bit. Nah, yeah, I wouldn't take it either of those dudes to be honest with you. Nope. I mean, you can't if you want. Just me personally, I don't see where he would even fit. Even if you do super flex or two QB. Do you even stash Dwayne Haskins? Like, I think I'm straight on that. Yeah, <laughs> to be I'm, honest with you. I'm like, all what? set, bro. Yeah, no, no. no I, I do think that um, Darius Geis is a really solid running back. Will we see him play? Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> when we see him, because I, I, I don't, I don't remember seeing him a lot last year. Nope. <laughs> so, um, you could, I would take a flyer on him late. Not too, not too late, but it, I'm assuming he's going to be the one. Yeah. Over there. Um. So of course anybody that any running back that's the the RB one on their squad is worth taking a look at, um, and I think they are going to be kind of run dependent. Yeah. Just because they they don't have horses on the outside. So and uh, Jordan Reed, that is that the tight end thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He is consistently hurt. So <laughs> that I, is I, the one I, thing he's consistent. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> he's staying on the bench because he has some type of. Some type of concussion, some type of something. So oh, that team in general for fantasy, I, I'm really good on man. I don't, I don't. Other than think guys, I, yeah. I think I'm straight until late until I have to start drafting Redskins. I think I'm good on them. So the one thing that I think I will take every share of is Terry McLaurin. Mm-hmm. Terry McLaurin is one thing that I want every bit of That's because true. I think he, I think the team goes through him. Yeah, um, yeah, I forgot about that dude. He's a horse last oh, year. Oh, dude, they, the start of his season of his season last season was yep. insane. Yeah, and he was um, the Patriots last year. Oh my goodness! Yep. So you know he's got a year underneath his belt. Um, I think he's got a, a ton of raw talent. Yep, and I mean you think about it, where else is the ball gonna go? Yeah, where are these targets gonna go? They're not gonna go to Reed. They're not. I don't. I can't even tell you. The other four receivers on this roster. Nah, it doesn't. I could, I mean, I could look them up at the time being. No need. Not yeah, interested. No, yeah, I'm straight. <laughs> I just typed in REG and I was like, yeah, I don't think I'm good. You know, <laughs> um, so, but I do think Terry McLaurin, he's a great talent. Yeah. Um, and I, if Dwayne Haskins finds a connection with him, yep. that could be a really viable fantasy pick. Right. Um, especially later in the rounds. I mean, right now in the mock drafts that I'm doing, I'm getting pieces of Terry McLaurin. Like the six, yeah. Um, so that's really solid for some of you who might want to go a little bit more running back heavy earlier in the rounds, and then get your third receiver in the sixth round in a Terry McLaurin. Yeah. And I think that's somebody who would you know you will not regret picking up. Yeah. yeah um, but besides that, I want nothing to do with Dwayne Haskins. Is AP still a thing? 
I, you know, he I, need to see me to, to put up the uh, the pads, man. Yeah, things up, bro. I just there's no, cleats up. There's just nothing left on that no. squad that I want anything to do with. Yeah, no, I'm good. I'm I'm all good on the Redskins. Sorry, guys. Yeah, sorry, sorry, Washington. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, that's enough on the Redskins. Yeah. Um, we'll move on mm. to. The New York football giants. Might be even worse. Of the Meadowlands. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll go to them. Jordan, I'll let you start off. What is the, like, what's the first thing you think of fantasy-wise when it comes Saquon to Saquon Barkley. Hey, there you go. Saquon Barkley. So, um, he's another one. You know, right now he's he's in the top three as yep. far as um, ADP goes. You know, and he's... he's He's a monster, dude. Oh I don't know gosh, what you want me to tell you. Yeah, I don't know what else you want me to say. He's disgusting. Yeah. It's just unfortunate that he doesn't have a little bit more help. Right. You don't want too much more help because that will cut into his 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 uh, receptions. It'll yep. cut into his carries. But um, right now, he has so much work ahead of him that it's hard to do anything with that. Yeah. Um, the Giants invested a little bit more in their offensive line this season. So I do think that that might... Um, help that out. Yep. Daniel Jones, he's not getting just thrown into the mix. You know, right. he has a whole off season now, even though it's a quarantined off season. <laughs> it's an off season, you yeah. know. So um, I think we can see some positive regression from him. Um, anything that, anything like that, that can help the rest of the team is going to positively affect Saquon. Right. Um, and Saquon was a monster when the team was bottom of the barrel. Yeah. Garbage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So, you know, I'm excited to see what he would look like if the team did get a passing game. So now you're not stacking 8, and eight 9, 10, 11, 12 in the coach in the box. Right, right. Um, you know, I really do think that if the team can can start to improve, you got Sterling Shepard on the outside. Yep. Um, Evan Ingram, if he can stay healthy and be kind of the monster that he is. Yep. I really do think that that's going to positively affect Saquon, who is the one player that I want every bit of. Oh, my gosh, yeah. I've, Saquon Barkley is my... Other than Julio Jones is my favorite football player. Dude, he's disgusting. Like I and I don't follow too many people from high school to the NFL, but Saquon Barkley is one of those dudes <laughs> that I follow from like, yeah. from high school to the NFL. He was just a stud from day one. Like it was, he's insane, bro. So if you're thinking Giants and thinking fantasy football, obviously you're thinking Saquon Barkley with your first. If you're in that top five, he's not really getting past three in my yeah. draft. So. Um, they're wide receivers. They have Golden Tate still. They have Sterling Shepard. Um, and they're Evan Ingram. If my take on Evan Ingram is he is a nasty pass catcher. I love Evan Ingram's game. Um, only thing with him is he doesn't consistently stay healthy either. If he does, he'll have games where he has two catches and then the game where he has 11. Right. it's like, but he and he's for real football purposes. He's not much of a blocker either. He's just a big, a big pass catcher, like right. uh, like Travis Kelsey kind of. You know, so that kind of actually cuts into his play time also yeah. because you know in big in, in jumbo sets, yeah. he comes off the field. Yeah, exactly. He's not in there. They're not having him block in there. So. Yeah. Um. And th- yeah, Daniel Jones. I think he does uh, improve a little bit. Everybody was surprised that he was good at all last year when they brought him in instead of Eli Manning. Um, I think he'll be okay. Uh, I'm not really interested in grabbing any of their receivers um, yeah. too highly in the drafts. Like, their number one receiver will probably be a 
three on most mm-hmm. uh, on most fan- excuse me most fantasy teams. Um, like like Golden Tate, like he don't get me wrong, Golden Tate's good, but he's just not he's not gonna be anybody's no. one. On he's not a team. one. He's not no. a difference maker. Yeah, exactly. He's barely a one on the team he's on, and he's considered <laughs> a, a one for them. So. I know. I'd take Sterling Shepard. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, Sterling Shepard's got some talent. So. Yeah. Um. Yeah. With the Giants, I, I, they didn't do anything uh, fantasy wise offensively for. Uh, for, during their their actual NFL draft, they just did, got a, a couple more pieces on the line for to cover Daniel Jones. Uh, they got some defensive guys. They got uh, McKinney as a safety from Alabama. So the the team itself, I think, will be I don't even want to say decent. They'll be better. Um, but fantasy wise, I really just think Saquon is just the only guy that you really key in on. Yeah. Uh, from that team, everybody else, you, I guess you could take flyers on if you need to fill roster spots, but. Other than that, I'm I'm all set with the most of the Giants. So. Yep. Same. Yeah. So all right, Jordan. Let's have some fun. How you doing, man? How you I'm How great. you doing so far, bro? You good? I'm great, bro. Okay. All right. So I'm great. I was great <laughs> until I saw Jalen Hurts go at number two. Yo. So we're hitting the Eagles now. Yeah. Jordan's beloved Philadelphia Eagles. Um, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you take the floor, bro, because this is your squad and. Yeah, I, you know, just so go ahead. You you mentioned Jalen Hurts. What was, was your what was I, your initial opinion? I need a therapy session. Yeah, anyways. go for it. Bro. Have the floor. All right. So, like any other Eagles fan, mm-hmm. I am a Carson Wentz truther. <laughs> that is my boy. That is my brother. That is my friend. We go to we go to school together. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but you know, so I, I I see all the potential that Carson Wentz has. And maybe uh, maybe it's a little bit biased because I'm a t- uh, fan of the team. Um, so I'm a huge, obviously, I'm a huge fan of him. Um, but I'm also not stupid enough to say that he isn't injury prone and that that isn't an issue for mm-hmm. such an expensive quarterback. Um, so, but my mind wasn't even geared that way when I was when I saw the draft. All I was thinking was left tackle. Yep. Get me a left tackle. <laughs> And get me some receivers in the most receiver-heavy draft that there is. Yeah. Round one, oh, man, I was licking my chops. I was like, yo, C.D. Lamb about to be an eagle. Psych. (laughs) So at that point, when C.D. Lamb came off the board, I'm like, okay, whatever. We didn't get the guy. Let's get our tackle. Yep. Rager. I don't even know how you say his name. Jalen Rager. Whatever. Yep. Um, I watched his tape. He is good, though. You yeah, know, so I'm not I'm not completely upset with the pick. I um, just think the price for the talent that he is right now was a little bit high. I don't think that's I don't think that's the first round talent that I wanted. Mm. Um, but from a so from a fantasy perspective, he is a plug and play receiver. He's yeah. going to walk on to a starting job, and he's going to line up on that outside. And which is nice because now we don't have to put Deshaun Jackson on the outside. He yep. can start to move. He can start to move his career to being a slot corner. And um, so my take on Philly right now is the pieces that you probably want are going to be the receivers. You have some of the fastest receivers in the league yep. all on the same team. Rager's a burner. Yep. Deshaun Jackson, everybody knows what he can do. Uh, Marquise Goodwin burner yep. you know so they're all small guys um i don't know what this is going to look like yet um but i'm excited to see i do think that they're going to be you know great fast route runners um so those are the pieces of the team that i want um and i, I think i'll leave the running back situation for you i know 
You had him last year. Yo, the running back situation in Philly. My man, Miles Sanders, <laughs> is personally, I think he's a dog, bro. He yeah. can he can pretty much do do anything you want you would require out of a running back uh, to do. So he's I don't know. Is it, we just really he's dealing with a little bit of an injury, or is he straight, or what was that little? I that haven't pop seen up anything. That just came up. Okay, okay, it might have been something small. Yeah, it might, okay. So it's probably something minor. So yeah, it's only May. So you, yeah, plenty of time. Don't forget that I said it. Don't worry about Miles Sanders. Oh, my heart dropped. I love. Yeah, my fault. But, my fault. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I I love Miles Sanders. I had him on our on our big our big league team last year, and uh. I, did I pick? No, I drafted him. Yeah, I yeah. drafted him. Yep. And I, I held on to him for a, a good while, man. He he a little he was a little bit of that type of uh, like hit or miss week to week. Mm-hmm. Um, because sometimes they would throw the ball all over the place, and then sometimes it, he would go off for a seventy yard touchdown, uh, or have a whole bunch of yards and no touchdowns and no catches and stuff like that. But his full body of work is just so like I feel like he's gonna be. So consistent now, like especially with, with Jordan Howard gone. Yeah, and it's it's pretty much just like only him. They still got uh, Boston, right? Is that the Boston other Scott and yeah, Boston uh, Scott. They yep. resigned um, Corey Clement. Okay, yeah. So those are those names themselves are those those are backup guys. Yeah. So so Miles Sanders, I really think he's gonna have a, a solid solid season at running back. I don't know where he's gonna finish yet. We haven't done our rankings yet, but I do. Excuse me, I do think he's gonna end up. Um, being one of those guys, he—I won't say RB one yet, yeah. but he's going to be scratching that. The only thing that concerns me about the running back situation is, so right now it looks good for him. You know, mm-hmm. he's looking like a fifteen to eighteen touch type of guy yep. right now, which is good. But then there's been rumors that Philly is looking at a LaShawn McCoy, mm-hmm. a Devontae Freeman. So adding another running back into that mix is so Philly. You know, yeah. Philly, I, I'm a fan and I hate Philly come fantasy time yeah. um, because they're so unpredictable week to week. You don't know what you want to do. Um, but like I said, I, I think probably the best single player out of Philly to fantasy wise is gonna be Miles Sanders. Yeah. Even if they do pick up uh, a veteran like that. Where you uh just quickly, where are you drafting uh Carson Wentz in the, Where in am the I drafting stand, Carson well, Wentz? PPR standard. So I still Carson Wentz, you still have to draft him off of his potential. You can't mm-hmm. draft him off of what he's gonna do with an injury wise. Yeah. Um so Carson Wentz is still a top seven fantasy uh, quarterback, uh-huh. my opinion, he's still top. He's top five. Okay. Um, you know, I'm not. I'm not. I can't really name. I can't really name anybody after. You know, four, four or five more guys that I'm gonna say. Talent wise, you know, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Not so I'd, I'd put him in the top five, and I'll. That, but that's just me. I'm yeah, biased. Me. I'm extremely biased. I mean, I was gonna say, yeah, you're an Eagles fan, bro. Which, <laughs> what, do you, what do the people want? What do, want? What so, do you want from me? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Eagles. Eagles have some some weapons uh, that we can use in fantasy. So keep an eye on those guys, especially their their receivers. You might see a, a little bit of. You might have to hit certain spots with like a Deshaun Jackson. Yeah. Um, and and Goodwin and stuff like that. Those those guys might be like flex spots that you they might just go off one week and then another week they don't so de- definitely people to draft i would definitely keep them on my list but um yeah i think rager or Rieger or whatever i think he's gonna be solid too yeah he's a, he's a burner bro and he's young just got super he, athletic yeah yeah exactly that's good gives once another weapon out there so yep all right good my turn <laughs> <sighs> 
Jordan, you know I'm gonna say it, bro. You know I gotta say it right now. Yeah. You ready? Are you ready for me to say it? Yeah, go ahead. How about them cowboys? <laughs> oh, Let me man. guess. This is the year. My cow- yo, this no, I won't do it to him. I won't do it. I won't do that one. I won't go too far. I'll do the how about them cowboys. I won't do it that this is our year, but alright, so my initial take after the draft was that they hit it out of the park, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Um yep. full like full team. I would say well, no, fantasy too, but full full team. That was an extremely good draft. I think I was I was pleased. Um, I was pleased as well when we jumped ahead of y'all and took CD Lamb. Now, I knew yep. that because that's that's a two for one. Like we hit y'all and gained CD Lamb. So. Right. Um, but enough about that. I won't keep hitting you. Right there, but I, <laughs> it's all right, man. I would have done the same thing <laughs> yeah, if I was a GM. Yeah, exactly. So, but um, but yeah, I think. Out of that division, this got to be the team with the most fantasy weapons on it. Yep. it. It has to be. Like, Zeke is a top five running back in fantasy option, period. Top three. Yeah, I'd top say, three. I'd say yeah, top exactly. three. Yeah, I would go top three, too. I was trying to be less fanboy. <laughs> yeah, top three. He's tight. Honestly, he's top three. Um, yep. Amari Cooper is a top 12 receiver, I believe. Yep. Um. What Michael Gallup was scratching top fifteen receiver last year, yeah. and then you add CD Lamb into the mix, and Dak Prescott almost two for five thousand yards last year. Yeah. So take the real football out of it, fantasy wise. This team is gonna put up numbers, bro. Like fantasy numbers is gonna it's gonna be wild. Yeah. Will they finish eight and eight? Probably. But, <laughs> but you know you'll get your fantasy production out of them. So keep keep an eye on the Cowboys. My my only concern with these dudes. Is there wide receivers when it comes to Michael Gallup and C.D. Lamb? Because, um, wasn't it? Cooper's the one. I, be- I believe he's, he's still yep. wide receiver one. But I was so excited for Michael Gallup this season because I thought he was just going to take a huge leap. And then when they drafted C.D. Lamb, I was really excited. I was like, word, yo, our receiver core is nasty. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, okay, but hold on. For fantasy purposes, though, where does that leave Lamb and... And Michael Gallup, like, does that now they're gonna have to split because that's three receivers. Cooper's right. gonna get a lot of the work because he's obviously the best route runner, might be the best in the league. Him and, and Diggs. Yep. And Michael Gallup stretched the field. So what does that do for both? Of, are they gonna offset each other? With that's that's my only question mark. Yep. What do you think? What do you think's gonna happen with those with those two? Like, oh, for, well, <laughs> I should I should say who do you think's gonna have a better season now that they're both. All right. So, in my opinion, I think that Michael Gallup is still going to be the number two. I think C.D. Lamb, if this plays out the way that I hope it does, C.D. Lamb takes a year Mm -hmm. to work behind these elite receivers and learn. Learn the pace of the game. Um, learn, you know, the the little ins and outs. You got a top three route runner on your team. Yep learn from those things um but i do think he's also going to be a major contributor yeah um so i i'm taking michael gallup as still being the the solid number two okay when i look at this dallas team real time yep and it pains me so much to say this but the football fan in me is so happy to say this i see dallas being the best team in the nfc Wow. Like, whoa. Done. What you got in that cup over there, Jordan? Right? I mean, a little tequila. <laughs> no, but seriously, when I look at this team, it is the youngest 
is it is a young team. It's a fast team. It's an extremely talented team. There are no holes. The defense stayed great. They improved it. They're getting and they're going to be getting Alden Smith back. Yep. You know, the offense only got better by adding CD Lamb. The only gripe I have against Dallas right now is I wish they would have spent a little bit more investment in the offensive line mm-hmm. to prepare for the inevitable departure of some of these older guys. Yeah. But that's okay because we're worried about this season. Yeah. yeah. And this season, I see that receiver core being disgusting yeah. Zeke being Zeke so that means this all hinges on Dak yep and that was the kind of the deciding factor for me feeling like Dallas is going to be good mm. is because I think Dak is going to finally hit a different gear yeah. go super saiyan so yep. to speak money bags Dak. because he's got to get this bag yeah he's got to get this bag Dallas is kind of you know they're giving him they're giving him offers yep. it ain't what he wants if they, you know, he's franchise tagged this yeah, season, right? Yep. So he's got one season to showcase everything he's got to get that bag. If Dak puts it all together, this team will be the best team in the NFC, and that's that's my take. Yeah. So from a fantasy perspective, I want anything I can get from Dallas. I want the yeah. running backs. Yep. I want the receivers. I want Dak. I think Dak is going to be a top five quarterback option. Yep. Um. Sure. I want all of that. Only even thing, that, yeah. Well, you gonna say? Oh, no, I was gonna say tight end. Yeah, yeah. The tie, but even him, he that's gonna be. I mean, it's Blake Jarwin. Yeah, I was gonna ask. Okay. Yeah. So he he's uh, I would consider him. No, he's a little bit half half. He blocks in and receives, but yeah, he just didn't get a lot of that work, especially blocking and stuff last year because they still had Witten. You know what I was rooting for, man? And it's I'm happy it didn't happen because I'm an Eagles fan. I was hoping you guys would go after O.J. Howard, bro. <laughs> I was hoping. Because if you guys went after O.J. Howard, I yeah. think Dallas is the most complete team in the, yeah, F- they, in yeah. the NFL at that yeah, point. Yeah, but, Which, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah. I, I, yeah, that would have been scary, bro. And then you also got Mike McCarthy. Oh, like that's what I'm saying. You got oh, yeah, so yeah, many yeah, new too, huh? pieces and so much working yeah. for you guys. I really do think that Dallas is going to be kind of insane this season. Yeah, they're going to be nuts. But at the end of the day, they'll probably still finish it. <laughs> <laughs> and we're being real, so. <laughs> yep. So, um, so let's just go over just a base real quick. The their records, Redskins. What do you think they finish or not? Uh, Redskins. I'm giving um. I'm giving. I also don't think they win more than five games. So five and what was that? Eleven. Eleven. Yeah. Same. Man, my math is horrible. Now it's all good, bro. Gi- uh, Giants. <laughs> Giants. I'm giving them. Trying to think of it because I don't see them beating. I mean, I could see them possibly beating the Redskins twice, so I'll no. I'll give them six six and ten. Okay, yeah, that's, uh, I'll, I'll give them that too. They're, they'll be all right. Yeah. Um, Eagles, Philly. I see nine and seven. I'll give them ten and six. Oh, yeah, well, they got thank you. Thank yeah, no, you. Hey, anytime, thank bro. You. Uh, Cowboys, <laughs> Dallas. I see it. <sighs> Goodness, bro. <laughs> I see it like a twelve and four season. Okay, that's what I was gonna go. I, I, in my head, I was gonna say thirteen and three, and I was like, no, twelve and four. Let's be honest. Yeah. But if we're gonna be completely honest, <laughs> probably eight and eight. <laughs> I'll see you there. Oh shoot! All right, so there's the uh, the the coverage of the East that we just did, East Side. East Side for the one time. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so we know the gyms are gonna start opening soon. Summer's right around the corner, guys. So. No better place to go get geared up than at GrindReadyFit.com. Shop there now and get almost any style of gym tops you can think of. Everything right now is currently 50% off, so go ahead and hit that 
uh, hit that .com real quick on your Google search uh, before it's all gone. Again, that's grindreadyfit.com, a lifestyle brand that keeps fitness 100. So guys, hit up that hit up that website. All right, so we're almost wrapping it up here. We're just going to do a fantasy draft between the NFC and AFC East um, and just really wrap this up real quick. It's just a, a standard uh, league lineup. Mm-hmm. So a quarterback, uh, two running backs, three receivers, tight end, and flex. Okay. We'll just do that and make it easy. So uh, quarterback, Jordan, who are you going with? I'm between all eight of these teams. <laughs> going with Dak. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say Carson. Be oh, I want to. <laughs> I'm right, so a realist. Carson here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna write these down as we're doing them. All right. All right so we'll do Carson. I mean, uh, Dak at, at the QB. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then we need a running back. So we'll do. We gotta go Zeke and Saquon. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Zeke. I think that, that was pretty much a no. Yeah, that was. Yeah, I don't know why I was thinking that. This is actually a dirty <laughs> line. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, for real. Okay. That, is that Dak, Zeke, Saquon? All right. Uh, wide receiver one. Uh, it's probably gonna be Amari. Yeah, Amari. Wow. Okay. Yeah, Amari. So Amari's two. one. Yeah. Two. Uh, I'm. You know what, man? I'm going Terry McLaurin. All right, let's do it. I'm going I, Terry I, McLaurin okay. at two, bro. Okay. I really believe in him this season. Right, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll roll with you on that one. All right, so Amari McLaurin and Diggs. Diggs. Yeah, he's on. He's in the on the Bills. All, all, all east. We doing oh, everything. I'm yeah, going yeah, to yeah. roll NFCs. No, right, no, well, I mean it's still the same. Oh, it, yeah, it's yeah, the same. Digs, so we'll yeah, 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 yeah. One hundred percent. All right, and then wow, so the NFC he's got mad talent. Then now I'm looking at it. Yeah. All right. Um. Yeah, because nobody else. No. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, what do we need? Tight end. I think it's Zach Ertz. Yeah. Or, oh yeah, absolutely. Ertz. We doing a flex? Yeah, let's do a flex. Oh, Ooh, that's tough. Flex, you could throw a lot flex. of people in there. There's a lot of names you could throw around in there, man. On the Bills, on the Jets, the Patriots, Dolphins. the Dolphins, and then Giants, Eagles. Ooh, dude, I mean, I might actually still. Who would you go with? I'm still saying Michael Gallup, bro. Oh, yeah, I know. What else? Are you gonna, I was gonna say him or Evan Ingram. Yeah, that would be my only option for if you can. But I think Michael Gallup's gonna produce more than yeah, Evan Ingram gonna, this yeah, year, man. Because they're gonna just give the ball to Saquon. Yeah, yeah. So we go in Ingram. All right. So the that total lineup for these two East divisions would be Dak Prescott at quarterback, Zeke and Saquon at running back. Oh my God, Amari Cooper, McLaurin, and Diggs at your wide receivers, and then Ertz and Michael Gallup. That's as you're, actually, actually, you're your flex. That's actually disgusting. Yeah, that's, oh. that's disgusting. So I'm gonna keep this, and then as we do the the south, the north, and the west, we'll see which team looks best on paper out of the out of the divisions. Okay, right, that's sick. I that'd like be that. Fun, bro. Yeah, that's that'd, fun. That'd, yeah, that'd be fun. All right, so we hope you guys liked episode one. Um, next week. We're going to be doing the South, so we'll do the South. The South, yeah, exactly. With a D and A, we're gonna do <laughs> the, the AFC South and the NFC South. Pretty much do the same breakdown that we did today, um, and then we're also gonna see if we can get our boy Mark Axelon on the show. It's your boy. It's your boy, exactly. You guys <laughs> know exactly when you hear his voice on the podcast. So we'll try to get him in here, see if he can give us his uh, his hot takes. 
which he always has some hot takes. Mark, just don't come on here like on your Bluetooth and stuff, please. Please. Like, just, yeah, just get just we can we'll do this before we before we call you. But just get sit down somewhere nice and comfortable. <laughs> make sure that the the girls are like in the, in their room playing and stuff, and just sit down with your glass or whatever. Just give them a melatonin. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> just slip something on your tongue real quick. <laughs> But yeah, we'll have Mark on next week, and then we'll we'll cover this out, and then uh, get some more some more fan, fantasy analysis going on. But uh, thank you guys for tuning in uh, to Cover Thirty Two. We'll catch you guys next week. This is Drew and Jordan. Cover Thirty Two. We'll see y'all later. Peace.